Hi, welcome to Wounded World, Rise of Moloch, Chapter 3, Renaissance. My name is David Rice, and I'm going to offer the first three minutes of my chapter for free on my Substack. If you want to hear the rest, subscribe, and you'll be able to pick up the full chapter. All right, so let's go through to Chapter, chapter 3, Renaissance. Saturnalia, 31st to Janus 7th, 1st Vulnera Mundi, VM. As it was in the forgotten days, the land again shattered and swallowed fallen cities and great works, leaving nothing behind but broken continents. The spirit of the land struck out against the new people, and old lands rose from the depths of the oceans while new lands disappeared, leaving the world unrecognizable. The rocks cried out against the spilt blood of the firstborn, and they demanded justice for the dead. But Adonai calmed the lands and the seas. The cries for justice were calmed by him. For six days the lands and the rocks cried out, and on the seventh day mercy was given to the secondborn who had killed their older brothers. When they rose from their prostrations, the secondborn found solid ground again, but the land had sifted them into new lands they did not know. Oceans, mountains, deserts, rivers, and valleys were all created new. But again the old gods returned to the world, seeking out new followers to turn them away from Adonai. Yet some secondborn remembered Adonai when he walked across the land, calming it and showing mercy to the secondborn. They remembered where he had walked because an unbroken garden of life circled the world back and forth across all the new lands. Book of Mercy, chapter 2, verses 6 through 24. For six days, Gaia, the spirit of the land, had turned upon itself, swallowing up the great cities of the firstborn of this world, leaving the mythic army nothing to conquer and plunder. In her mind, she was declaring her grief over losing her first gardeners, the land, Gaia, had loved the children of Adonai, even though they didn't always love her back. Gaia, in her rage because the last of the firstborn had left this world, sought her own justice against the secondborn for killing their elder brothers and sisters. There would be no wealth to steal. There would be no secrets to learn. There would be no knowledge to gain. They would have nothing of the firstborn to help them out now that the world was theirs. She was deter determined to leave them with no tools to garden in this world that they didn't earn with their own hands. Penny woke screaming, looking over her, looking over for her husband. It had been a nightmare. Her mother had found them and swore she would punish them both. Her mother hated the firstborn. Penny marrying one had been seen as an act of betrayal. For Penny, it had been an act of love. The last word she heard before falling asleep was her mother's curse. As long as her mother lived, she would sleep in this cavern. As long as she slept, her husband couldn't die. She was sure she would wake up to find her husband kissing her. But when she looked over, he wasn't there. Instead, she looked up in terror to see the cavern break open. The ground shoved her high into the air. A new mountain was flung into the sky before being torn down again. She barely escaped the crashing mountain and fled into a troubled world. Thank you for listening for the first three minutes of this chapter. If you like the rest, please consider a paid subscription. It's only $8 a month. Thank you very much. Bye.